Amen. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Pastor Tony Knight. I bring you greetings live from Christ Community Church of Violet, New Jersey. Hey, we're saving souls and changing lives. Amen. Hey, Tracy McGinnon. Good morning. Good to see you. Miss you yesterday at the reunion. <laughs> That's all right. Maybe next year. All right. Hey, listen. We are a ministry here where we just love Jesus Christ, and we love bringing forth to you just the Word of God. Amen. Bring you that, because that's what's going to save you, heal you, deliver you, whatever your problem is. This is a solution for every single area of our lives. And um, I just want to keep you encouraged um, through the Word of God. And listen, we are... Uh, um, dealing with a lot of uh, mental uh, illness with a lot of people. Uh, I'm seeing that so commonly today. And uh, this series that we're on, the one that controls the mind, controls the body. I, I didn't, Number one, I never set out to have uh, a series, let alone set out a topic. Uh, the Holy Spirit gives me topics, scriptures, you know, whatever it is that I need to do. He just gives it to me, and I just write it down, and I, I go with it, and I do what he asks for me to do. Uh, listen, we're just vessels for the, for the Lord to use us as he sees fit, and I'm understanding that more and more and very clearly that don't buck up against the system, you know, which is the, the word of God. Listen, there's people that will use the word of God, and I, I see some people be becoming full of hatred because of culture, you know. And I, I had encouraged a lot of a lot of you uh, viewers to stop, um, stop promoting culture through the word of God, because it can make you bitter and angry. All right, because you're going to see a lot of things in here. That could be a little displeasing. And listen, I know that um, there's a Black Lives Matters movement, and um, me being that as well. And 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 listen, um, we we teach here love. We teach here through the Word of God, respect and honor, and it's just that. Listen, God is not a God of of color. All right. Uh, He's every color there is that you can possibly imagine, all right? But he requires us to love one another. When God calls us home and we go to heaven, if that's what you, if, if you go to heaven or if you go to hell, listen, there's going to be all kind of people at both places, all right? Either or. So it's not going to matter, 
all right? Because if you're in hell, you're not going to get along, all right? But you're in heaven, you're going to get along with everybody of every nationality and of, of every color, creed, shape, size, it don't matter. Listen, God loves everybody, all right? And listen, I, I want to send my condolences out to the uh, O'Hara Moore family, O'Hara family of um, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area, southern New Jersey, and uh, uh, Kansas, Missouri. Missouri, I believe it is. Or Kansas, um, I know. I know Beth Beth uh, O'Hara Moore passed away the other day, and she had been battling cancer. And Beth was one of our members, all right. And she watched us very diligently, um, our services every Wednesday and every Sunday. If she was sick, she'd go back and view it later. And she's very faithful and dedicated. And I'm glad that Beth's soul was saved. Amen. I'm glad Beth's soul was saved. And we're here for the family. Anything that we're able to do, we'll do the best we can. All right? We'll do the best we can um, to, to comfort the family and help guide them through this process. Or her sisters, um, uh, Rini and Kathy and Tracy and Brother Frank, you know, you have our condolences. And they just buried their mother a couple of months ago um, where she passed away of covid so the family is really going through a hard time right now. So if you know if you know them, reach out to them and comfort. All right, comfort them and help help get them through this process. Amen. All right, and we will do our best to uh, make sure that we um, support the family. All right, I'm going to miss Beth um, chiming in every week on our services. But you know what? The good thing about it is I know that Beth was saved and her mother was saved. They both watched this program. They both gave their life to Christ Jesus. So they're in heaven. <clears throat> and the Bible talks about the great cloud of witnesses that sees us. And they're rooting us on. All right. They're rooting us on to do the same thing. Now I pray that God would deliver Beth. And sometimes in our deliverance, we don't know. Deliverance is God calling you home. Sometimes. And maybe God will resurrect her. You never know what God will do. So we're trusting and believing God, you know, on behalf of the family. Um Beth's last name, someone asked, it's um O'Hara Moore. Okay. O'Hara was her maiden name. Moore is her married name. Okay, let's pray. All right, I just wanted to put that out there, and I believe, uh, and also the Clark family of um, Deford, New Jersey, and uh, my, my, my friend Linwood, his son, all right, the Clark family, I know them very well, very dear to my family. Uh, we want you to know Sharon, who I, I grew up with, uh, he passed away. He had been battling with uh, aneurysm, and... Um, you know, sometimes one thing leads to another. And, and the Clark family just buried um, <clears throat> one of my friends, their son, just the other day, just on, a, I want to say it was Friday, just buried a family member on Friday evening. And uh, so that family's been, the Clark Kersey family's been going through a whole lot. Uh, within uh, Actually, within a year and a half, they had so many deaths in the family. Please keep the Clark uh and Kersey family uh, lifted up in prayer as well, that God will continue to comfort them and guide them. All right, listen, there's a lot of people dying. 
every single day. I Sometimes there's five funerals in one day. I've never seen so many of them. And there's so many funerals during the week all over. It's just, it's, it's humanly impossible to get to each funeral. I mean, it's just so many of them. I'm like, wow, I've, I've never seen people die so fast at record speed like this. Listen, you, you have the right to believe what you want to believe. And let me tell you, I'm going to stick with the word of God. And when God calls me home, I want him to tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the glory of the Lord. And my job is to encourage you to do the same. Amen. Through the word of God, because listen, you cannot stop death. No matter who you are, you cannot stop death. And don't you try to make death happen for you or somebody else. Don't do that. That's God's area. You let God call people home. All right. You let God call you home. All right. Don't try to premature this thing. You just be ready. Amen. And this is what we're doing to prepare you to meet your God and you can live an excellent quality of life while you're here waiting, amen, for God to call you home. You can be about his work, his business, and listen, at the same time, taking care of your business. So it's a real beautiful thing if you do it right according to the word of God. That's why I give you scripture, because I'm obligated to, number one. And number two, it's the word of God that's going to save and deliver you and help you in every area of your lives. And... When you do these things, listen, and the majority of you that watch this every week, these services, God has been blessing your life tremendously. And listen, and you have not even begun to see what he's going to do for you. But you have to develop your walk one-on-one -on -one with Christ. And you have to have some boldness about you. Listen, and you have to have sincerity. And listen, and, and you need to understand your position and serving God. And it's, it's not a game. It's not an act. All right. This is a lifestyle. And if you're developing hatred in your heart, you're going in the wrong direction. Please hear me. If you're developing hatred in your heart, you're going in the wrong direction. Amen. Hatred gets you nowhere but puts you in bondage. And it opens you up to more demons to come inside of you to tear your life apart. Hey, listen, and you do not want those things to happen to you. Amen. So I wanted to share those things with you. And Beth, you're watching from right from heaven. Listen, thank you for your encouragement. I know that you were a strong woman. All right. <laughs> not just naturally, but a strong woman of God. And um, I'm glad you made it in. All right. And uh I'm going to do my part to help keep your, to help comfort your family and to help guide the rest of them right there. And listen, uh, uh, I'll see you again in heaven. Amen. All right. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor, we adore you. We worship you, Lord God, for you are our savior, master, and Lord of our lives. And I thank you for the blood of your son, Jesus, dying on the cross for all of our sins. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to bring forth your word once again, Lord God. I thank you for the spirit of humility that's in my life, Lord God. Thank you for the spirit of leadership in and through you, Lord God. I thank you for uh, allowing me to be a willing vessel for your word to go forth. 
I thank you for everyone, Lord, again, that continuously watches these services each and every week, Lord. I thank you so much, Lord God, because they are comforting, Lord God, and encouraging for my wife and I, Lord, to continue to do the work for you. Thank you, Lord God, for everyone, Lord, that is under the sound of my voice, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that they're increasing and growing in and through you, Lord God, so that they will become willing vessels for your word to go forth. I understand the importance, Lord. You said, let your light so shine so that men can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And Lord, I thank you for that right now. Lord, I pray, Lord, that I decrease, Father, that you will increase in me, that you will speak through me, Lord God, through your precious Holy Spirit, that you would give me what to say to your people, Lord God, that may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' precious name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your angels of protection watching over me, our neighbors, our families, our homes, and all of our supporters, Lord God, of this ministry, Lord God. And I thank you for each and every one who said we're keeping our prayers daily, Lord God. I thank you for all of them, Lord. I thank you for safe travels for us all, Lord God, on the airways, waterways, roadways, walkways, Lord God. I thank you for that, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for all the food that we'll have and drink, Lord God, that you remove all impurities from it. Lord, we take nothing for granted, Lord, even a piece of, a stick of bubble gum, Lord. We thank you for that, Father, that no harm shall come before us, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, that this nation will wake up Father, and repent of their sins, Lord God, so that you can get the glory out of our lives, Lord. We love and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Woo. Amen, y'all. Amen. Yes, and you pray. You got to touch the base. You got to touch the bases. <laughs> you want to make sure that you're good with everything. Amen. Look, let me get a swig. I need a little swig of water there. Woo. All right, listen, we are going back to the book of 2 Corinthians. All right, back to 2 Corinthians. Yeah, we're still in that series. You remember, Pastor Knight loves series. And remember, why do we love series? We do not want to rush the word of God just to say you read it all. Listen, there's an old song, <laughs> secular song, Take your time, do it right. <laughs> you can do it. Amen. <laughs> Old second song. Take your time and do it right. <laughs> That's all. Take your time. Listen, let me tell you what. When you take your time, listen, like I said before, there's so much in there. Oh, there's so much in the word of God that people just overlook. And even with us taking our time going through this, there's still a whole lot more. And what have you been learning in the process? Of, you've been watching this ministry for over a year and a about a year and a half. Here and a half. We started April of last year. So almost a year and a half. You guys have been watching this uh, faithfully. And you have been growing. Have you not been learning more of the Word of God? If so, put it on Facebook. Let us know. Listen, if you've been learning the Word of God, amen, and this ministry has been a blessing to you. Amen. All right. Now, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We're not going to read it all, but we're just going to read uh, verse 1 today, okay? Now, I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ excuse me, who in presence 
am lowly among you, but being absent and bold toward you. Now, we're going to deal with the word today, absent. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kimberly Chasey. I'm glad that you learned a lot. Hey, I can see your comments over here, too. All right. I don't focus in on a lot, but I can see them. Thank you. Amen. I appreciate it. Uh, absent. Now, the Greek uh, the Greek word to this. Now, num number one, in this sense, is a noun. Okay? And um, the Greek word is, I'm going to spell it for you, A-P-O-U. S-I-A, all right? And that's pronounced aposia, all right? Aposia, all right? And that means a being away from. A being away from. That's the Greek meaning of the word absent. Now, let's turn to Philippians chapter 2. Just move forward over just a couple of pages. Amen. It's the very next book over. Philippians chapter 2, all right, I mean, uh, excuse me, it's the uh, couple of pages over, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got my book marked, yeah, I mess up too, right, but you still love me, don't you, keep loving the brother, <laughs> all right, Philippians chapter 2, and let's start at verse number 12, let's, let's start at verse 12, and we'll read down, yeah, uh, and our key verse is actually going to be uh, verse 12. That's our key verse, okay? Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, we understand that Christ is not here okay physically but the spirit of god is here and it's in us for those who have gave their life over to christ and we will give you that opportunity at the end of our service all right now you have you individually now this is where that noun kicks in what is that person placed with it individually you work out your own salvation not nobody else's not your mamas not your kids not your neighbors not the pastors you work out your own salvation it is your own responsibility to make sure that you are good in the word of god amen nobody can clean you up better than you can clean you up amen through the word of god amen so listen so take take the uh take take the uh the, the toothpick out of your your neighbor's eye okay and and the the lumber out of your eye all right the big tree you take that out of your stop focusing in on people you see what you see you pray for them and move on but work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. listen fear reverence and god respect god Understand what can happen to you when you die. Either you're going to go to heaven or either you're going to go to hell. You do not want to go to hell. And don't tell people that. Don't you curse people like that and tell them to go to hell. That's a horrible thing because there is no coming back from that. 
This is what the word of God is for so that we don't go there. I don't care how mad you are with them or what they have done to you. You forgive them and move forward. You let God deal with them and God will deal with them for whatever they have done to you. Listen, I have enemies just like you have enemies. I haven't had no perfect life just like you haven't had no perfect life. So things happen to everybody, but God requires us to love everyone. Amen. Verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasures. And what is that again? For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. His pleasure. Where his vessels. Please understand this. And, and I got to go back to some months ago when we talked about it. Listen. If it's not of God, it's of the devil, right? It, uh, I'll do it like we used to. If it's not of God, it's of the devil. Don't give place to the devil. This battle, this war that's going on on planet Earth is between God and the devil. We are the pawns, all right, that are being used in this battle. The Bible says we've already won. Stay on God's side. Forget the knucklehead devil side. Stay on God's side. Don't give place to the devil. How easy is that? How easy is that? Where, where God gives us all the answers for everything that we need to do and how to do and when to do it. And I know, see, this is where I tell you, stop trying to be Mr. and Miss Sophisticated that you know it all. You don't. We know it through the word of God and God will work through us. You hear me? As individuals. I'm a pastor, so the ones that have joined my ministry, I'm responsible for you. I am your pastor. I'm to look over you. Amen. I keep you in my prayers so that um, God's blessings are bestowed upon your life. But I also need you to do your part so that this works even better. Amen. Because there's only so much covering that I can do. Because at the end of the day, if you keep making bad choices, well, guess who's going to suffer behind that? You. But if you make good choices, even in your suffering, it's still good. Because it won't infect you. Amen. Now, a, a, a glitch can come, but you still keep moving forward compared to being shut down altogether. Verse 14. Check this out. Do some things. Oh, I ain't hear you, but I heard you. <laughs> Do all things without what? Complaining and disputing. For you people that are doubters and complainers, you just heard the word, stop complaining. Whew. And, but, or, was it conjunction, junction, what's your function? Working out phrases and clauses that balance lie. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? I got and, button, or, it can get you pretty well. Listen, and, but, that changes things. We want to be doers of the word of God. Amen. That's what we want to be. We want to be doers 
of the word of God so that it's beneficial to us. Listen, you serving God is supposed to be beneficial. It's supposed to be beneficial for you to serve God. Amen, amen, amen. Supposed to be that. You should see a difference in your life, especially when you're staying the course and you're not quitting and you're working on those areas that are weak in your life. I don't know all the areas in your life that's weak and you don't know the areas in mine, all of them. But that's why we love one another. We pray for one another. We encourage each other that we can do this because we're in this together of the same mindset. Right? Does that make sense? All right. Okay. All right. All right. Now, so stop complaining. All right? Speak life. Speak positive words. Remember, death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. Speak positive words that you want to happen in your life. If it's negative, don't say it. Stop complaining. I know people are mistreating you. I know folks are doing you wrong. I know people stole from you and, and, and all kind of other mouths and they, they put their mouth on your bed. They're saying things that's not true. Listen, you let them say what they need to say. God will shut them down. And then ones that they said it to, God will show them to be in the wrong. But let God do that. I know it hurts. I'm a listen. I am a victim of that till this day. Yeah, I had people kicking my back in all the time, man. Let me tell you, uh, not everybody, but quite a bit. And you know it's people that's closest to you. They're the ones that hurt you the most. Because people expect you to do things the way that they expect. I'm not that guy. I want to do it through what the Word of God says to do. All right? Somebody said to me, man, Knight, why you put them pictures on Facebook with you and your wife? I said, listen. If people can put uh, foul things on Facebook and anything uh, that's that's derogatory, well, how come I can't put uh, practicing uh, good relationship roles with my wife of 30 years? Why not? When are these young people, what examples do they have out there where they live at? I don't know, but I can sure be an example on Facebook. Why not? People cuss each other they tell their business in so many foul ways and i don't want to do that i just want to love people and listen and love my wife okay and i don't mind putting it on facebook that's just who i am okay i'm that guy without facebook all right i've always shown outwardly that i love my wife and inwardly and we enjoy doing things together from day one well why not enjoy the ride you tell me, why not enjoy the ride? No, don't complain. Make your marriage work. You and your spouse, all right, you work together, all right, of the opposite sex. You work together. And you work out whatever the problem is and don't hold it against each other. And don't practice being mean to each other. He said, man, you make it hard for us guys out there because you want to do wrong. You want to manipulate her. You want to treat her as if she's beneath you and she's not supposed to be that. She's supposed to be by your side. Remember how we taught that with Adam's rib, right? God took the rib out of Adam and made woman, made Eve, right? And what is a woman supposed to do? 
the the rib protects the heart, right? Okay, all my medical folks out there, sorry. listen, the rib protects the heart. That's a woman. That's why when he hugs her, it feels so right. Amen. Listen, you should feel something when you hug somebody that they feel safe. Okay, because they're protecting your heart. I know my wife does that with me. Lord, no, and I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that. So I, I try to show my appreciation for that because these things are hard to come by. But they're available out there. But it's your mindset. The one who controls the mind controls the body. And you are responsible for all of your choices. So they don't have to be complaining choices, but they can be rejoicing. You see what I'm saying? Flip the script. Yeah, the devil's trying to play you. Absolutely. He's trying to shut you down. He's trying to run games to keep you off balance. He doesn't want your family to function well. He doesn't want you to function well. Listen, and as I shared with you before, God has designed it for man and wife to be together in holy matrimony, to work together in the spirit of love and unity and oneness and of one mind and to work together in harmony. The husband is the head, but not the dictator. You do not rule your home with an iron fist. You love each other. And how do you learn to love? You learn it through the word of God and you practice love on each other. Amen. Listen, you know, like I know, there's a lot of people out there that's just not showing it enough. So God has blessed me with Facebook to put it out there and to show it. And the people, look, I see Lisa on here. Lisa works with my wife. All right. They work together on the same shift. They put in them 12 hours together. She knows my wife on the job and off the job. And there's nothing like people that you're around more than other people. And you can tell if they're real or not. And we're not pretending to do this. We're doing this. Amen. And we're doing it together. And why not make your marriage an example of, uh, of paradise on earth? The Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen, heaven is rejoicing. You got streets paved with gold. You're going to have the, 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 you have the lion laying down with the lamb. You, you have nothing but paradise. There's no sicknesses. There's no disease. There's no insects irritating you. There's no, no dog biting. There's no fighting, no feuding. You have a mansion individually. You have a mansion. My good, we can't even imagine the mansion that God has for us. And you mean to tell me we can't enjoy and practice these things now without being mischievous and doing people in for the wrong? You mean to tell me you can't practice that now? It's because you don't want to. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Will it be God or will it be man? Children are suffering because of the choices of the adults. They want it their way. All right, Frank Sinatra, I hear you. You did it your way. Well, your way don't work. But through the word of God, it works. And I'm here as a witness to you 
to show and tell you that it works if you apply it right. So that means that you always have to be in the position to change. The one that controls the mind controls the body. Why not let God guide your heart and the word of God through your mind to teach you and show you how you can make your life and others attached to you much better. Hallelujah. Woo! Listen, it's a choice. These kids today are suffering because of all these bad choices these adults are making. And, and, and you're not supposed to be in a broken family. But Christ came in one. God is his father. Joseph was his stepdaddy. Mary was his biological mother. So even if you come from a broken family, it does not matter. God still loves you the same. And if he used Jesus, he can use you too. Don't you never feel because your, your earthly father or mother didn't love you enough to want to take care of you. For whatever reason, listen, don't let that be your problem. You catapult from the ones that are loving you and is providing and taking care for you. You love them, all right, and enjoy life with them. And you ask God to help heal your heart of the hurt and the hatred that has been developed because of the rejection that you feel from your biological mom or dad. And you may not know who your biological parents or parents are. Parent or parents are. You may not know. Ask God to show you. Now you be patient with God. You grow up in the word of God. And when you're able to handle that truth, God will reveal that to you, and no one can stop that from you. I don't care if someone's hiding it from you. Don't you worry about that. God's got you. See, don't underestimate God and his power. He created this whole world. How do you make dirt and then make us from the dust on the ground? How do you do that? And all these functions of the body? How do you make intestines to be so long? You can chew and things separate. How do you do that? And then your blood tells everything about you. How do you do that? How, do you, how does a body maintain its temperature like that? And, and, and where it's steady and consistent? Well, and, and, oh my, how do you, listen, these things, this, God is amazing, folks. Quit underestimating him with your, uh, what is it? Your, your minute mind. <laughs> your little peon mind. Listen, we have no idea what God can do. No idea. Enjoy the ride. Quit trying to figure your father out. And enjoy. He will reveal himself to you as you can handle it. Oh boy, we got to move forward. Listen, the one who controls the mind controls the body. You control the thoughts that come in here. Only put good thoughts in here. Amen. And that will get rid of mental illness. Amen. And make the right choices. Do the right things. And listen, 22 days, it takes practicing the same thing for it to become a habit. We need to do that. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Christ showed us how to do that. And he was a worker. 
Amen. Oh, I got to read some more. Verse 15, that you may become blameless, harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as light in this world. You are probably experiencing a lot of problems because you are light to this world. You're kind to people. You're, you're harmless to people. You're blameless. And why? And, and, and people sometimes don't like that. They call you a, you a do-gooder. Well, let them call you that. You be that. Because when all hell breaks loose in their life, guess who they're going to contact? You. <laughs> Uh, they're going to see that stability in your life. It feels good to be stable. That's a good position to be in. Oh, my goodness. Verse 16, holding fast the word of life, which is the word of God, all right, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Everything you do for Christ is not in vain. We used to sing a song that my living is not in vain. Amen. You do not want to do this for nothing. You are doing this work for the Lord for everything. See, nothing's wasted. Nothing is wasted. And it may not be happening on your time frame. That's okay. God don't function on on your time frame or mine. He don't function on ours. He functions on his own and he gives according to what you can handle. He said, listen, he says that he gives us a measure of faith, a measure of it. And he's only going to get what you can handle. Amen. No more and no less. If you don't have what you feel so you need to have, it's because he only gives you what you can handle. Now, you grow up, and through the word of God, he'll give you more. Amen? All right? He's not obligated to bless your mess, but he is obligated to and through his word, and he'll withhold no good thing to those that stay upright in him through his word. Amen? Make sense? So, so you see how more and more individually it's important for you to do your part? I know it. I know it. I know it. Verse 18, for the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. For the same reason. Okay, we're going we're to stay excited about this. That's why the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. All right, nobody else. His people. Are you his people or are you the devils? You, either or. It is not a God, it's of the devil. Either or, you have made a choice. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve the devil. All right? The devil will not rejoice with you because he can't. He laughs and talks trash about you. He tells you all kind of foul things. Now, here's where this becomes, all right, a verb. Okay, this is where this becomes a verb. Now, uh, the Greek word, let me spell this for you. It's... A-P-E-I-M-I, A-P-E-I-M-I, all right? Um, and that is apami, apami, okay? And this is to be 
absent. Now you see how now this is uh, B is always what? A command. All right. To be. That's a command. To be absent. All right. Well, why? Well, let's read. Now let's go back to second. Uh, let's go to first Corinthians chapter five. First Corinthians chapter five. Okay. And for time's sake, let me just jump in here. First uh, Corinthians chapter five. And really, we only want verse 3, but uh, let me read, let's read 1 through 8. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife. All right. Uh, this is talk. All right. Verse 2. And you are puffed up and have not rather mourn that he who has done this deed might be taken away from among you. Verse 3. For I indeed as absent is our key verse. For I indeed as absent in body but present in spirit have already judged as though I were present, him who has so done this deed. God is going to judge everybody. All right? Whatever this problem was in here, God already judged. Okay? Remember, verse 3 is our key verse. Well, now let's read some more to help bring a little more clarity to that. Verse 4. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Flesh will not enter the kingdom of heaven, but your spirit will. When you read about the report of sexual immorality, that's physical. That's the physical body, right? That's the verb. That's where that kicks in. All right, to be. Listen, this is this was action. You know what sexuality is. There's a lot of physical going on in there, right? Okay, but the way they went about it was wrong. And God will judge who? He didn't say you. God judges. All right, Christ. Listen. Not you and I. It's not our place. We shut it down, but you let God do the judging. We do what's right according to the word of God and put a stop to it. This is what people are afraid to do now. They're cramming all kind of sin down our throats today through, through the media. All right? I don't care what media it is, TV, social, computer, whatever it is. They're cramming it down. They're having rallies in your face and they're telling you that they're going to have sin and do whatever they want in your face. And you born-again Christians, the ones that are supposed to stand up for truth and right, are afraid and you're not doing it and you need to. Why? Because a lot of them have hidden agendas. They don't care nothing about you. They want what they want. Mm -hmm, I said it. And listen, this is recorded. And I have no problem with repeating it. That's why I try to stay away from them knuckleheads, pastors that uh, enjoy inflicting pain on people. That their motive is only the dollar. That's it. 
They don't want nothing else from you. Nothing. And that's sad. Because they're going to be judged for that. And cast in hell because they're misleading people. And you got to watch that. Look, I'm going to tell you. Hell is not worth going to. Period. What profits a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul. And we're reading right. It's just not worth it. It's not... It's not worth it, folks. You stay with this ministry. I appreciate it. Listen, we're going to stay with Christ Jesus. We're riding this out. We're riding this straight to heaven, y'all. It, it don't end. We're riding this straight to heaven. Stay on the heaven train. Ooh, ooh, let's roll with it. Come on. All right. Verse 6. Your glory is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Therefore, purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, since you truly are unleavened, for indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. What, see, not with malice and what? Wickedness. Okay. Separate yourself from that, y'all. Come on. You know who they are you need to be away from because they're wicked and full of malice. Get away from them. Love them. You pray for them, but get away from it. It will infect you. But listen, and listen, God wants us to be sincerity and truth. Sincere through the word of God, and the word of God is what? Truth. That's what he wants us to be, and that smooths out all those old lumps, y'all. Gets rid of them. Smooths everything out in your life, and it's a pattern because you have a whole lot of lumps there. A whole lot, and the word of God is going to smooth them out. It takes time. Oh, it takes time. Uh, let's go to, yeah, we got time. Let's go to... Uh, what was that? First Corinthians. Now let's go to first Corinthians. Uh, do I want first? Yeah. Now second Corinthians, we're going back to our topic. All right. Our regular scripture, second Corinthians chapter 10. And we read verse one, but we're going to have to read that. Uh, let's read it again. Verse one. And then we're going to go to verse seven through 11. Okay. Now I, Paul, myself, and pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in present am lowly among you, but being absent and bold toward you. Of course, this is our theme scripture, right? But you see how it goes right back to that again? Okay, now let's jump right to verse 7 through 11, okay? 7 through 11. 7 11, get your slurpee. Hey, hey. <laughs> Do you look at things according to outward appearance? Do you? And don't most people do that? Mm, a mess. The body says, listen, man deals with the outward appearance, the physical part, what you can see. God deals with your heart. You can't see a person's heart, but you sure can see the attributes of it. See, that's where this to be is the verb. You are seeing the attributes of of what a person is depositing 
in their mind that is filtering through, all right, coming out of their mouths and entering into, listen, filtering through their mind down into their heart and coming out of their mouth. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What you speak out of your mouth is in your heart. All right. Pay attention to what people talk about. They're telling you what's in their heart. Okay. So, yes. Do you look at the things according to the outward appearance? If anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ, let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. All right, this is personal, okay? Now, verse 8. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification and not for your destruction, I shall not be ashamed. Isn't that something? Let me read verse 8 again. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, I'm a pastor, okay, and I have an anointing on my life, and thank you, Lord, for the anointing to do your will today. Amen. Bringing forth your word in every area of my life. I have an authority on my life not to abuse it or to think more highly of myself than I ought to. Never think that you all that in a bag of chips. You are not. You stay humble and lowly so God can use you and elevate you, but stay humble. You always have to be approachable. You don't know who God is going to use, all right? Um, or you might be entertaining angels unaware, and they're recording your behavior and how you are conducting yourself. Yes, you will be judged for your life and your actions. Verb, okay. Uh it says, let me read eight again. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification and not for your destruction. Uh, again, as we said, the word of God is not to tear you up and, and for you to be Mr. Hotshot or Miss Hotshot. Mm -mm. This is for the edification of the body of Christ to build up, not to tear people down. Listen. God, you let God deal with folks. These pastors ain't doing right. I'm telling you now, pay attention. God is getting them out of his pulpit, out of God's pulpit. He's removing them from them churches as we speak. There's some pastors today, it was their last day. God is getting them out and putting in the people of God that's going to build his kingdom, and they're about doing truth with sincerity. Amen? All right now, I'm telling you, pay attention. All right, some of y'all need to make that choice right now. You've been pondering on that, and the Holy Spirit's been telling you, get them out. Y'all vote that pastor out of there. Send them on their way. Don't care who it is, he or she, or it, whatever it is, get them out of there. They not, they're not for the Lord. They're for themselves, and they've been hurting your ministry. They've been hurting your church. They've been hurting your community, and you know they're crooked. Get them out. Don't drag it out. Quit, quit wasting your time. Just tell them goodbye. You got to go. Pack your bags and go on and hit the doorsteps. Okay. All right, because it's happening. Amen. It's happening. Verse 9. Least I seem 
to terrify you by letters. For this, for his letters, they say, are weighty and powerful, but his boldly presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Verse 11. Let such a person consider this, that what we are in word by letters when we are absent, such we will also be indeed when we are present. Amen. Now, uh, we have some time. We have some time. Uh, let's go to um, 2 Corinthians. All right. Uh Chapter, uh, let's do chapter one. Uh, is it chapter? Yeah, Second Corinthians. Uh, did I do one and eleven? Did I write that down twice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see here. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter thirteen. Okay, just a couple pages over. Chapter thirteen. We'll probably stop here today. Chapter 13, and um, you know, I got to write this stuff down. Or I don't want to forget. Whew. Uh, 13, I got to jot this down so I don't forget. We'll, we'll do that right now. We'll, let's see. Do we want to read that? Yeah, let's start it. Verse 13, let's start at verse 1. This will be the third time I am coming to you by the mouth of two or three witnesses. Every word shall be established. Let's stop right there. We're going to stop right there. Every word shall and will be established. Every word. Every word by two or three witnesses. I am not the only witnesses that you've been hearing about through the word of God. I'm not the only one. God has been sending people your way to let you know to get it together. He's been sending people your way to get it together. He's been telling you, stop your mess, clean it up. God is calling people home. And when he's calling people home, they getting called home unexpectedly, y'all. They don't know what's going on until it happens. What are you going to do about that? You don't know until it happens. Be ye ready in season and out of season. For we know not the day nor the hour when Christ shall appear. You better be ready. There's no do-overs. There is no tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised to none of us. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. You be ready now. You will answer for you. You will answer for you. And don't you think hell is all this, this luxury five-star hotel with cook-to-order breakfast and manager's reception and dinner and lunch. And uh, don't you think this is a, with swimming pools and ocean and everything at your convenience, at your leisure. Don't you think all that? None of that. The Bible talks about that in the book of Luke. That the rich man, when he died and he was buried, he rose in hell. And, and, and he asked for Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger and, and, to, and, and, and water 
and, and tap it on his tongue to soothe his tongue. A uh, 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 really, uh, just you know, water. You listen. I got my water right here, and I need a couple of swigs. And if you just touch my tongue with a, just a little dap, a little dap of water. Look, just that little bit of water right there. You can forget it. Ain't gonna have. That's not satisfying. Nothing. That's how desperate they are in hell. People wanting water badly, and they'll never get it again. Never. So you're willing to take that chance? I pray that you're not. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that Christ has been raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. Listen, it's a confession you have to make. All right, now also, you may have given your life to Christ and went back on your word. You might have done that. Christ Jesus said he's married to the backslider. He said, you left me. I didn't leave you. So if you want to accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Savior, Master, and Lord. Satan, you no longer have a stronghold on me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Heaven rejoices when one soul is saved, and so do I. Please share this on your page. All right. I appreciate all you ones that share this on your page. I thank you for the ones who are having group parties. All right. Every service. And for the, the, the thousands of people that are viewing that we don't see. Amen. Our goal is we're going, we are looking to reach billions of people through this ministry, and we will. And we are at a good pace. Amen. And we're steady growing. Hey, Donna Bishop. I see Donna on here. Hey, Donna. Um, I believe it's your mom. Is that your mom that's in the hospital? All right. Please uh, inbox me the information so I can go and visit her, okay, and pray for her. I believe she's in a nursing home. All right. Um, I did talk, your aunt talked to me the other day, so let me know, Donna, so, you know, I, I see you on here, and um, please forgive me if I put you out there wrong, I, you know I love you, all right, and you know I mean no harm to you, in no way, shape, or form, we go, Donna and I go way back to babies, <laughs> we go back, we was little things knowing each other, so she know I'm not here to harm her, but I would love to be able to go and support you and your family, okay, uh, so hit me up, let me know. And um, I will make that happen on my end, okay? Heaven smile upon you. We love you. Hey, if Christ don't come back, all right, before I see you again, see you on Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. All right, take care. Have a great day.